Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 219. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you another live coaching session that we did with one of our students, Amanda. And I have to say, I have to give a really big shout out to Amanda for having the courage and really the vulnerability to allow us to share this coaching session with you because today's episode is a really important one. We're going to be talking about healing from past trauma. One of the questions that I get, actually, since we've really been going all in on this concept of helping people change belief and this training that we teach called the Formula for Transformation, really what it does is it's trying to help you see the positive, even in some of the worst and most challenging situations. And one of the things that came up was if you've been through past trauma in your life, things like abuse, abandonment, how can the formula actually help you find the positive in those things? How could you possibly see a positive in something as horrific as sexual abuse of a child, right? It's a subject that people really struggle with. And Amanda was one of those people where she realized that a big part of the reason why she was being held back in her business was that she developed a red light core story about herself because of some trauma that she went through as an early child that caused her to decide at some point in her life that she wasn't good enough and worthy of love. She literally has carried this story with her her whole life, and she knew it was there, but she never understood or made the connection about how it was keeping her from really showing up in her business the way that she needed to to create the results. And all of this kind of came about Because Amanda had this realization, she started to connect the dots, and she's felt this calling, this stirring in her soul to want to share her story with the world because she feels a sense of purpose to help other women that are struggling with trauma. But it was something that was really scary for her. And what you're going to hear is literally one of the first times that Amanda ever shared her story. This was a coaching session we did inside of our Facebook group. And it was a really emotional one and it's some heavy stuff, but I just felt as though I really needed to share it here on the podcast. And once again, thanks to Amanda for allowing us to do this because it so impacted the people that were on that session. And I know it's going to have the same effect on you. I know there's a lot of you out there that have been through things in your life that created trauma for you that you may not 100% understand how it's affecting you today. And my hope by sharing this live coaching session with you is that we can create an awareness in you and and give some of you a light bulb moment that there's some work for you to do. But here's the thing. To me, the most important message of this is understanding that we are not our story. And what we have to realize is we go through things in our life like trauma and some people hurt us. They do things to us, horrific things. But we live our entire life still under the control of those people. And here's the thing. They can't hurt you anymore. It's done. It's happened. The only thing that can hurt you today is the story that you continue to tell yourself around that circumstance of your life. And part of us creating the future that we want, a bigger and better future, is we have to learn how to complete our past. We have to learn how to heal from these things that have happened to us. We have to learn how to see a different perspective. And I know that's hard sometimes, but it's always there. So you're going to hear me guiding Amanda through this. And I have no doubt, you know, whether you've been through something as serious as abuse or something like that for any of you, 
this is going to be an important message because it's going to help you heal from your past, which all of us can use a little help in that area. So without further ado, let me go ahead and let me kick it over to uh, the live coaching session that we did with Amanda, and I'll be back when we're done. Amanda, here's what I'd like for you to recognize because this is important. At some point in your life, something happened to you, and you made that mean something about yourself. You went through some pretty significant trauma related to abuse in some way, shape, or form, right? Three, there, I mean, I, I will share. It's three totally different things. It was just a lot for a very young kid. My biological father was a severe alcoholic, so my mom took my brother and I away from him. When I was, I think, three or four, my brother was one or two, and I grew up on a two-by-four island, and he chose never to see us again after that, so... That's number one. And then my mom remarried and moved me into a house where a new family member abused me. And then sometime around that same time, we had a plane crash into uh, Lake Okeechobee and the plane had to fully submerge with water. And it just was a lot for a kid to go through. And you were on the plane. Mm -hmm. Got it. And that all that happened within a pretty short period of time about five years. Got it. So understandably so, and you said you were 10 years old when this, when this kind of started? Uh, no. Well, when we left my biological father, I was around four or five. Okay. Got it. But he had a major alcohol problem. So it was physical abuse, mental abuse, not to me, but in front of me. Got it. So understandably so, you wouldn't be human if this didn't have this impact on you, right? Thing is, is that you made all of that mean something about you as any young child would, that you were, on some level, you developed a red light core story, right? Probably probably started when your father left. Unconsciously, you made that became, there must have been something that was wrong with you. Otherwise, why wouldn't he have stayed, right? Something like that. So here's where people go wrong with this. When we think of abuse, we think of stuff like a plane crash. If you're looking at it, well, Bob, how do I find the positive in that, right? There is no positive in the actual act or the event of that happening. When we talk about looking back to the events of our life and assigning a different meaning to them, You mentioned the word forgiveness. Forgiveness is an important thing, right? We've all heard the old cliche, we don't forgive for the person, we forgive for ourselves. Forgiveness within the context of what we teach is really nothing more than just an acceptance of the circumstances of our life. We look back at our life and we accept that something happened. We have no control over the fact it happened to us. We're not saying that it's right or wrong. We're not necessarily more forgiving the act in terms of the effect that it has on us. But what we're asking ourselves is this is where I think we find the bigger purpose in what we do is you went through all of this, Amanda, right? You had to become somebody because of that. You had to become somebody at a very early age that most children probably don't have to, right? Hopefully not. (laughs) Right. And this is where sometimes it becomes hard. Having gone through that did serve you in the sense that you had to become someone that has helped you in your life because you went through that, whether that's being a stronger person, whether that's being a more resilient person, there are certain things that you became 
that have helped you through your life? Could you identify any of those qualities or characteristics of the person you are today? Well, I definitely think that that is why I'm in my particular network marketing company. Like I love that I get to help women feel beautiful with makeup. I mean, I get messages all the time. I never felt this good as I do using these products. And so there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that is why I am with this company that I'm with. But again, that's come with as far as like team building, like I can pick every single member of my team. And I have done that now I see for very specific reasons. I, I need to feel like protected and I'm not okay. Just opening that safe space up to everyone. When you say you handpick people, what does that mean? Well, all of my directs, I've known them either from past or I've gotten to know them in the recent years. Like I don't have anyone like directly now when it goes further down, obviously I lose that, but my directs, I literally have a relationship of some sort with every one of them. Got it. You've limited yourself in the amount of people that you share your business with or that you put yourself out there for. Got it. Here's the thing that I want to kind of understand, Amanda, because you've already tapped into the power of this a little bit, I think. When we think about assigning more empowering meaning to the things that we've been through in our life, what if the bigger purpose behind what you went through is that so that you could actually get through it to at some point be able to help with other people deal with pain and suffering in their life? It's not excusing the fact that it happened to you. Abuse is an inexcusable thing. but It happened to you. The abuse itself can no longer hurt you. The only thing that hurts you is the story that you still carry around the abuse. That when you retell that story as if you're literally experiencing that abuse again, right? So what we have to learn how to do is we have to learn how to change the story around that. And if part of that story is that we just accept the circumstance that it did happen, but we focus not on the negative, which would be what did I do wrong? What was wrong with me? When in reality, there was nothing wrong with you, Amanda, you were a child. And it was a very disturbed, sick individual that was operating completely from fear in their life. But what do we do? We always make it mean that there was something wrong with us. What you have to be able to do is look back and see that that there was nothing wrong with you. And if you can acknowledge it happened, but let me find that bigger purpose, that part of your purpose is becoming clear today, Amanda. You're now in a company and you're in a profession where you have the ability to influence and change the lives of other women. And if part of your unique mission is helping women that have dealt with some sort of pain and suffering or trauma in their life, your story goes from something that happened to you So now it actually happened for you because here's the interesting thing. And this is where I want you to think about, I bet that there's the part of the reason why you feel like an imposter is because you've experienced such severe suffering and trauma that you feel like that isolates you from other people because they could never understand what you've been through because of the severity of it. I ended up after that Zoom call organizing a Zoom. And I think we had like 10 women from that Zoom on there. And I think that was very healthy and helpful for all of us because just from one Zoom with like a hundred whatever people, and they all like said, we've never talked about this. This is super uncomfortable. 
So I think that's helped me and I hope that it's helped them too, just so that we don't feel alone. But it does, it feels, I think I've talked to like two of my friends that are on here watching. And I said, there's like a sense of shame that I know, like we shouldn't feel that, but to say it out loud, it it just feels that way. So let's connect the dots there. When you're feeling shameful, when you're feeling that shame, What's the red light story that you're telling yourself in that moment to feel that shame? Maybe that I'm not, I'm just, I don't know. Like I'm, I do often just feel like I'm not capable of doing what I see other women doing in my company because they just have such happiness behind their day to day. And I do too. It's just now that this is coming up, I've been sitting in like a bad space for the last 14 days. And let let me ask you this. How do you know that they have happiness behind their days and what they do? Right. I don't. Because couldn't people easily look at you on social media and say the same thing about you according to what you've been telling me? Yeah. Why is happiness important to you as a leader? Oh, I just have like the most amazing women on my team. And I will say that, like, I'm so grateful for every single one of them. And I just want to be such a good example to them. And I want to be growing to inspire them to grow. And I just feeling stuck as a leader is hard because, you know, you want to lead by example. What does that mean to you leading by example? I mean, growing at a steady pace, not having great sales month and earning these trips for incentives and earning these leadership retreats year with the company is coming up this Friday, like it's two years. And I just feel like I've been stuck in the same spot for a year. Yeah. So what I want you to realize is part of the reason why you've been stuck is because you are resisting feeling these negative emotions and feelings. It sucks. (laughs) Well, yeah, it does suck, but you're resisting it because you're identifying yourself with them. If you're feeling shame, Amanda, it doesn't mean you're a shameful person. It means in that moment, you're telling yourself a story that's causing you to feel shameful. Right. What if I told you the goal in our business and in our life is not to be happy and be positive and feel good all the time? What if the purpose of life was just for us to feel? Yeah. To have the courage to feel any emotion, regardless of whether it's good or bad. Knowing that that feeling will never define us and determine our self-worth because feelings are just byproducts of stories, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what's happening here, and this happens to a lot of people, is you've been resisting these negative emotions and feelings that are coming from these stories, they've been too painful for you to face because you haven't yet fully detached from the story because you've been living in it for so long. Mm -hmm. Because I would say to be a great leader, the goal for being a great leader to me is not to be happy and positive. It's to be real with people. Isn't it interesting how in just the handful of people that you were willing to share this part of your life with how differently they felt towards you, not in a negative, but actually a positive way. Yeah. And how it strengthened your relationships with them. 
and how you felt differently. Because for the first time in your life, you had alignment. Who you are on the inside was who people perceived you to be on the outside. It's true. You want to know why? Because pain is how we connect with people. We connect with people through our pain. This is the bigger purpose to your life, Amanda. You went through some incredibly horrible things that we would never wish on anybody. But if you choose to see a different perspective, there is a much bigger purpose to all of this for you. I never went through trauma, so I can't relate to you on that level. But I'll just tell you, in my business, the reason why people relate so much to my message and my training is because I can speak so intimately to the pain of not having success and being alone in your business and struggling literally for years. I know it so well. People are like, Bob, get out of my head. I'm just talking about the pain. We connect through pain. People don't buy your success until they buy your struggles and your failures. That's how they relate to us. And here's the mistake that we make, Amanda, is we feel our pain isolates us from the world because you don't know my pain. My pain is different. Never realizing that we all experience pain the same way and suffering. It's the only universally understood thing. But the bigger purpose here is if you're willing to share that part of you. Now, here's the thing. Let me help you navigate this. You can share this with people without specifically. Now, if, if it's on your heart to do so, that's one thing. But I'm saying, here's what I want you to understand. Your story is actually not about you. You get that part? Yeah. Your story is not about you. It's a tool for impacting and helping others. There's nothing more personal than our story to us, but it's actually not for us. So what if I told you part of your message is just sharing how you had to deal with this incredible trauma and suffering in your life, but what you've realized is it's become a platform for you to help make an impact and a difference in the world because you had to become somebody to get through it. You learn certain things about yourself. So it's all about taking the positive that came from these incredibly bad experiences and having that be the foundation from which you go out and you try to serve and help others. The names and the faces to other people don't matter. They matter to you, but they don't matter to other people. Because as you're sharing your story, the only thing everyone else is thinking about is their life and their story. Right. So it literally just becomes a tool from which you connect with people to make an impact. Makes sense. So from that place, how do you feel about the vision of what you do inside of your business? I mean, do you feel truly passionate about helping women in this area? Incredibly. My being with this company, like there's no question that I'm not where I should be. And it's not even just about the customers. It's about, and I said this to the girls on our Zoom, like I think we're all in this business for a reason because even though we've been so hurt, we want to help other people. And so I work hard every day because I want to see them get to the top. And I'm all about the service. (laughs) Yeah. And here's what's interesting, Amanda. You have a level and a depth of compassion and love 
and understanding for other people that you probably would have never had, had you not gone through what you went through because you appreciate life and you appreciate people for who they are because you've seen the dark side of people. Yeah. That's true. Can you see how that over the course of your life has served you very well? Having those qualities? Yes. It didn't serve me for some time, but yes. But certainly today and what you do. Yeah. Well, here's where it will really begin to serve you. It hasn't quite served you to the capacity that it can because you haven't fully given yourself a chance yet. You're still holding on to this red light core story that you're not good enough and that you're not worthy. And that's the reason why this is so painful for you because you haven't detached from the story yet. I agree. You want to know how you detach from it? Yeah. You need to start shining a light on it, sharing it with the world. I know that's scary, but I'm just telling you, this is what God and this is what your heart is leading you to do. I feel that. Because the more you share that story, Amanda, as a tool to help others, as you're acting in service, you will begin to release its power that it has over you. Because the more you share it and see how it impacts and helps others, you'll start to see that bigger purpose and that other perspective that you need to be able to release it and let go. To me, it's very clear. To you, it's not because you're in the middle of the frame. Yeah, but it makes sense. Well, you've already experienced it in these very small doses. Here's the issue you've run up against, Amanda. You're not able to lead your team anywhere near the capacity that you could because you're not being completely authentically yourself with them. We don't fully trust people until we really know them. And you're struggling in your business because you feel like you need to be someone you're not. And you're lacking alignment. Your business needs to become literally an extension of your most authentic self. Anywhere in the world, your business is where you can be yourself. And that's only going to come if you're willing to share this part of your life. I guess that's where people want to like just see the good, right? (laughs) It's like, why would people want to come to my page to like hear like negative things? But I guess I've just been looking at it wrong. Well, so why do you think sharing your story is negative? I guess because it feels negative to me, but... Well, let me give you a piece of advice. I'm going to teach you how to share your story in a way that will make it effective. If we start with the understanding that our story is actually not about us, it's a platform and a tool by which we can go out and connect with people and impact, start in the middle. And when I say start in the middle, here's what that sounds like. So I went through a span of five years in my life where I had major abuse and trauma in the way of my father leaving abuse by a family member, and literally being in a plane crash with my family. Here's who I had to become, and here's the lessons that I learned to get me through that. That's your story. All of that trauma becomes the starting point 
for your message. Right. The focus is on what I had to learn and who I had to become in order to help others. And the way you share it is, look, what I've realized is this very thing that has made me feel alone my entire life and like an imposter because I felt like nobody really knew me. The more I've been willing to actually open up and share it with people, I've realized that there are a lot of other people out there like me. And it made me realize that I have a sense of purpose now to share this with people. That's true. Look, you want to know, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to poke a little fun at the, at the experts out there. You want to know how to grow your following and gain the algorithm? Be real with people. Yeah. Be yourself. Focus on using your story as a platform to go out and make a difference in the world. Because I'll tell you right now, Amanda, from the very short time that we've been on here talking, I want you to go back and read the comments in the Facebook group. There are a lot of people in here that you've literally, just by sharing your story, you've made them realize things about themselves that they didn't even understand. You've helped them connect dots to things that happened in their past that they didn't even realize were holding them back. Like, do you understand the service that you've just provided to this small community that we have here just by being vulnerable enough and having the courage to share? I hoped it would help someone, to be honest. I mean, you don't want to share stuff like this, but if I can help it, even one person, then it's worth it. Yeah. Well, you've helped a lot more than one person, but what I really want you to do is I want you to help yourself. And and the work, Amanda, the work that you're doing here, I know is going to be extra challenging for you and even scarier because it's very difficult sometimes for us to revisit these past traumatic experiences and rip the the scab off of those wounds and have to kind of face again this thing that happened but what i want you to realize is it's your willingness to do that that will be the thing that actually helps you get on the other side of this cuz once you really make the connection that this story only has power over you if you allow it to that personal freedom is going to help you. I mean, I, I can't even imagine how differently you can show up in the world having the perspective to be able to truly see and feel this other side of this of this circumstance. I was going to say I'm ready. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be here if you weren't ready. Because let's be honest, this is not the easiest thing in the world to do, right? No. So that alone, I know that you're ready. But here's what I want you to take from this, Amanda, is that this is the reason why I say the formula is the most important training of your life. But it's also the reason why I say within the formula, the topic of core story is the single most important concept you'll ever learn in your life. So Amanda, what I want you to do is from this new level of awareness, I want you to go back to that green light core story and I want you to make sure that a part of that new green light core story is this clarity around your greater purpose and using what you've gone through as a way to connect with people and lead them to be able to help them in their own lives. I can do that. Because that's become the platform that I've built. You know, I've built my business on just being real and vulnerable with people and being willing to share my story and your story is going to be so inspiring to so many women out there. 
there's such a need for someone like you in the world today that has the courage. There are so many women hurting, but there are very few women that have the courage to help. And what I see is an amazing opportunity for you to step into that in a way that only you can. You just need to start believing that today. I will. I do. Because belief is a habit. That's all it is. It's just a habit. It's just a story. There's two stories. There's the red light story that Amanda's had for most of her life. That's always been behind the scenes. It's been the hidden force that's been limiting you in areas that you've never seen. Some you have, others you haven't. You need to recognize it for what it is. It's just one way of looking at circumstances. We need to learn how to determine the story we want to move forward from. And once we have that story clearly in our minds, we need to just focus on that every day. And we need to start building the habit of believing that story. And over time, you'll reprogram the way that you look at the world. And you'll start showing up in the world in a way that you never could. Like You're going to astound yourself, Amanda, when you see the kind of impact that you're going to make once you're willing to get past this. Okay. How are you feeling right now? I mean, I do feel better that I've now said it so publicly. I will tell you that Mm -hmm. (laughs) this was really hard coming into, but I do feel a sense of clarity. So the more you do this, Amanda, every time you do it, it's going to, it will progressively start to change for you. And what's interesting is you'll get to a point where you share it so many times you'll literally just start looking at it as nothing more than just a story that you tell because you'll have detached your sense of self-worth so much from it. You'll have a much different perspective on it moving forward. That to me is one of the best gifts of being willing to share our story as a tool to help others and serve others is it really ingrains in our mind what it actually is now is it really is just one way of looking at something. And I bet you that a lot of people don't think that way, right? Because I think I don't want to be here sitting in this space thinking about it because then it's giving it more power and energy. But I guess it really is the opposite. Yeah, that's a powerful realization. It's exactly the opposite. The more we try to push it away and hide it, that's where our limiting beliefs and our stories gain power. This is the reason why I say when we do the formula, I'm helping you to practice this. You got to get it out of your head. You got to get it on paper because if you keep it in your head and you keep it to yourself, you're never going to get past it. And it's not until we shine the light on it and we share it and we put it out into the world that we realize it for what it really is. So that awareness alone, Amanda, of you understanding that what you've always thought was the exact opposite, that should give you the breakthrough you need to be able to go out and do this work and just pay attention. Here's the beautiful part about this, Amanda. Every act of service affirms our own sense of self-worth. So the more you're willing to share this as a way to help other women, the better you're going to feel about yourself. Because what you've always believed is that people wouldn't understand it or that they wouldn't, not only does it not push people away, it brings them closer to you. And it makes you feel better because now you don't feel like an imposter anymore in your business and in your life. There's so many different things that will come good of this. All right. So Kathleen mentioned, she just had a quick question related to something we said. What about pushback from family and others that are a part of the story? 
So Amanda, it's totally on you how much of the details you want to share. Okay. That was what was hard for me. I did leave Megan's Zoom and I, for two days, did not go into my Instagram because I was feeling that imposter syndrome. And I finally went into my stories and just shared that I was working through some stuff with you and Megan that had been keeping me from reaching my full potential and that I was going to start sharing more. And my mom actually through my sister-in-law who is connected to me on Instagram because my mom's not, she took my mom the phone. And so they watched this whole thing of me saying that. And immediately my mom called and was like, why are you doing this so publicly? Why are you saying you are neglected as a child? Because I didn't get into specifics that time. I've now said that my biological father left, which I've had a ton of people reach out and share the same sad story with that and the plane crash, but I have not been able to say out loud about the assault. So it was a new family member um, that was on my father's side that my parents left me in their care. And although my mom literally does not care about him, she knows that it was, I have to put myself in her shoes and say she was in an abusive marriage with an alcoholic. She remarries and then her daughter gets sexually assaulted by a new family member. My mom's father abandoned her when she was three and she never saw him again. So I'm dealing with a fragile person and I'm able to put that into perspective. And I know that she wasn't trying to make it harder for me, but in that moment, it did make me feel a sense of regret for saying something out loud. But I was able to bravely tell her like, I never got to deal with these things and I have to deal with them because they're holding me back from reaching my potential. And I truly feel that in my core. And so that generation, they kind of wanted to just, I'm sure hope that because I was young enough that I would forget it and that life could be great. And they don't deal with things the way that I think we do today. And I think that's important to know. It's your story to share and work through and you can't worry about what someone is going to say about it. Yeah. I think that's a great point. You're doing this for you. And we have to recognize what really happened with your mom is you doing that. Your mom viewed as an attack on her own sense of self-worth as a mother. hundred percent. You felt less than as a mother because that was her red light story that she created around you doing it. So she acted from scarcity and fear. And that's why she said that to you. And you need to be able to recognize that. I think having that honest conversation with your mom and letting her know why you're doing it. You know, listen, it's up to you. You don't have to get into the details of who did it and what, because who did it is irrelevant to people. It happened. It happened is what's relevant. And remember, we're starting in the middle. We're focusing on who we had to become and the lessons that we learned, because that's where we serve people. But you just have to be okay with the fact, and it sounds like you are, Amanda, that not everybody's going to love that you're doing this, but you want to know what? You can't make a difference in the world without having some people that are going to feel threatened by you, what you're doing. Those two things just go hand in hand. And you've already recognized that fighting this urge is part of the reason why you're stuck. So you just have to keep reminding yourself of that. Don't think of your mother. Think of the other dozen or so women that are going to probably watch that video or see that post or hear what you have to say. That literally your courage to just put yourself out there may be the very thing that creates an awareness in them 
that helps them actually transform their life and go to whatever that next level is for them. That's the power of your story. And that's the power of your message. I feel that. Somebody said, how does this connect to our business? Well, it has everything to do with our business because if we're looking at our business really as a vehicle to help us live out a bigger purpose in our life, you know, one of the things I'm trying to teach all of you to do with this idea of love, serve, grow is find a deeper sense of purpose and meaning in the work that you do. You're not here to sell makeup products and you're not here to sell opportunities. You're in the transformation business. You're here to transform people's lives. One of the ways you do it is through your products. One of the ways you do it is through your opportunity. Another way you do it is through your story. What is your mission? What is the thing that fulfills you? Because if you become passionate about helping women in this area, that's how you're going to make connections with people. That's how people are going to know who you are. That's how you're going to add value to people's lives. And remember, service is adding value by solving problems. Look, I would argue, Amanda, you're helping women solve one of the biggest problems that they could ever have in their life. By simply creating an awareness and making a connection behind why sometimes we feel stuck. Service goes far beyond just how do I make money off this? Now, I'm not saying that. that, And I know that's not why the questions are coming in, right? Because I know this community, we get it. But somebody else that doesn't understand love, serve, grow, and that's operating from scarcity and fear, they might say, well, Amanda, why are you talking about this stuff? It's going to hurt your business. Well, that's the same mindset and mentality that's kept you stuck for the last couple of years. Yeah, that is what, that is what I was thinking when yeah. this first came up. Why is this even coming up? How does this have anything to do? Yeah, well, it's coming up for that reason. So I believe, Amanda, that if you're willing to step into this and you find this much deeper sense of purpose, I mean, this literally at this point, your business becomes almost your ministry. It's like a calling to you. Like I get to help women build their confidence because the other side of it is this, Amanda, it's not just about helping women with that are dealing with trauma and abuse and hurt. That's one side of it. The bigger, more overarching thing is helping women build their sense of self-worth. Right. Because that, in essence, is the problem here is you have been believing this lie you've been telling yourself because something happened to you. Somebody said something to you. Like if you truly get passionate about women understanding the power and the force that they really are in the world. And you literally get paid to do that as a byproduct within your business, you're unstoppable. There's no more getting stuck by fear and second guessing yourself and worried about what do I say? This is a big deal for you. I believe that you will look back at this season in your life and point to this as the turning point for your life. I truly believe that. I do too. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, I told you it was going to be a powerful session. We had so many people that were commenting. I mean, the the comments were lighting up people that were just so impacted by hearing Amanda share her story. And it's so inspiring for me when I see somebody finally begin to really step into that bigger calling for their life. And and I just, once again, I want to thank Amanda so much. And, And I told her this, I said, Amanda, I have no doubt in my mind you've got some pretty big things in store for you, right? God is is using you in a way that you can't see yet. There is something so much bigger out there. Your story and what you've been through is going to be something that helps you change the lives of a lot of women all over the world. So 
kudos to her. And, you know, anytime I see someone like her stepping out and really trying to make a difference in the world, I just have to really recognize that because there's way too many people in the world hurting right now. There's not enough helping. So allow this episode to be an inspiration to you that your story does matter, that there is a place for it in the world, that it is a tool for you to be able to make a difference in the lives of other people. And I hope that hearing Amanda's story has helped you in some way. So with that being said, thank you so much for being here, everybody. This was a really important episode, very close to my heart. And I truly, truly hope that it's helped some of you in in some pretty significant ways. So with that being said, I'll see you soon on the next episode. 